I'm trying to observe my emotions, but I'm somewhat out of touch with them and I control them a lot. When an emotion goes away, how can I tell if it subsided on its own or if I suppressed it? I, I wouldn't be so um, concerned or so analytical about it um, because the analysis itself is probably a misunderstanding of what's going on the concern about suppress, suppressing things, the concern about causing yourself suffering, um, about not accepting the experience, you know, this concern that, uh, you're, that you're suppressing, that you're not accepting and, and, and learning about the experience, is often a misunderstanding of what's going on. The emotions themselves will cause stress, and that's why there's stress in the mind. It's not because, necessarily because you're suppressing them. What happens is when you have certain emotions, then because of the complications in the mind, we give rise to even more conflicting emotions. And that's where it starts to get confusing. But desire is stressful. This is something that you can see if your mind is, is quiet. Um, anger is, not, not only anger is stressful, but desire itself is stressful and will give you um, tension in the body and, 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 and suffering in the mind. So probably what you're experiencing is a quite a bit of suffering. And try to be objective about that. When there are th these thoughts that you're having, the, the worries and, and the confusion and the uncertainty is also, also arising. Remember that part of this, this difficulty that you're having, the struggle that you're having, is the struggle to accept impermanent suffering and non-self that the struggle to accept things just as they are, um, thinking that something's wrong with your practice. It, it's actually kind of absurd that anything could be wrong with your practice. You know, that there is nothing called practice, and you're not doing it. Yeah. There is only experience, and it's coming and going. And once you realize that, uh, then, then you, all of these knots become untied. Every moment is a new knot. Every moment in your meditation is a new challenge. And the, the suppression occurs when we fail to meet the challenge. When at any given moment we stop the mindfulness, we stop the awareness, or we, we cling to something. So it's because we have very one-track minds. We're not, we're, we don't have the flexibility to be able to move from one challenge to the next. And this is... One re one explanation of why enlightened people are, are so bright and so, um, so so clear in mind, because they're able to move from one yeah, challenge to the next. So you might you might get one challenge and you might get it and you, and you 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 untie some knot, and, and then you get so caught up in that that the next challenge comes and you miss it and and you try to react to the next moment in the same way. So for example, you focus on pain and finally you get it pain, pain, and you finally your mind realizes it's just pain. And then some kind of lust comes up. And then you try to, you, you, you try to deal with it in the same way. And, you know, maybe, maybe going back to the feeling or even going back to the pain. And you're not able to deal with the new experience. It, it, that has to be dealt with in a totally different way. Or be dealt with in the same way, but has to, but requires um, another shift of, of awareness. So the, the, the first shift of awareness was to think that the pain, to, to, to convince yourself 
that the pain is is rather than being bad that it is just pain so it it's shifting to to see that it's just pain now the lust again you have to shift to see that it's just a pleasure a, a feeling of pleasure and and you know chemicals arising in the body you have to see it for what it is but it's coming from the other of another angle the angle of it being a good thing and of wanting to cling to it so you have to convince yourself in another way or you have to teach yourself in another way that this is the way of letting 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 go pain is teaching yourself in the in the way of letting come for example so um the 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 difficulty is not in in um, in suppressing the difficulty is in keeping up in uh, sticking with the rhythm staying with the rhythm or or keeping up with the rhythm in adapting to the situation and which in the end simply means no matter which angle the mind is taking straighten it out in the same direction so so if it's if it's crooked this way straighten it back this way if it's crooked this way straighten it back this way everything has to be straightened out whatever the mind is clinging to you have to bring it back to to, to straight if it's clinging you have to bring it back to center uh, everything is just about learning how to do that uh, and and teaching yourself to do that with everything to be clearly aware and simply clearly aware of everything the problem i think it's a it's a red herring it's a false um, alarm or false problem that we we come into thinking that we're suppressing things thinking that we're controlling when that feeling of uh, that you identify with some kind of suppression comes up acknowledge it just as a feeling acknowledge it for what it is and as you see clearer you should be able to see that actually it's just arising based on the defilements based on the emotions based on uh, and, and you know based on uh, so for example uh, one one thing that happens is people say well when I acknowledge thinking 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 it feels like I get a big headache when I say to myself thinking thinking I just get a big headache you know when I'm thinking a lot I don't have the headache but as soon as I say thinking 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 I get a big headache so you start to think well th this acknowledging is, is really just causing me suffering but once you really get good at it and once you really see what's going on you say no 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 that's not what's going on here I've been thinking for a half an hour building up this huge huge headache without knowing it and because I don't want to face the headache I just think more you know I just distract my attention further and further and it's so much fun to do that but there's building up building up building up this huge headache and then finally you realize oh, I've been thinking and you bring yourself back and say thinking thinking and boom suddenly you've got to deal with a headache and so you say to yourself saying thinking 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 that's just suppressing it that's not really facing it but as you see it's a misunderstanding of what's really going on when you when you have lust or desire and you focus on you say wanting wanting or, or pleasure ple then suddenly you feel this tension in the body you feel this tension um, that's coming up but it's this tension that was there because of the desire itself or you feel the um, the dullness of mind that comes with desire and you think oh this is coming from the meditation you think this meditation I'm suppressing this so it's giving me this feeling of, of dullness but actually the the desire is what's bringing it 
the, the, the emotions themselves are, are bringing these as a result. When you're mindful, you're just beginning to see objectively. And you'll see that. You'll see that actually, the moment when you have desire, you're not seeing things objectively. That's why it feels wonderful. The desire feels wonderful until you stop. Because suddenly you're objective again and you're seeing both sides. Desire is like, here you have the good, here you have the bad. F running towards the good and running away from the bad so that you never really experience it. It just builds up, builds up, builds up until you stop and then you experience it. Then you have to deal with it. So I, I wouldn't worry too much. Even if you are suppressing, the most important thing is to watch the suppression, not to stop suppressing. It's just to watch and to see what's going on. Because in the end you'll see impermanent suffering and non-self. You see that you can't control it. You'll see that it's... Um, even the suppressing is something that happens sometimes, doesn't happen sometimes. It's worth getting... not worth getting caught up in, not worth getting attached to.